All right, welcome back to another episode of CFB Mondays. Huge episode this week, recapping a big weekend of college football games and previewing another big weekend. Um, and then next week as well, we got championship weekend preview. Um, but yeah, we start off this podcast, David and I, we've been keeping a secret on this pod that uh, David and I were in attendance for Michigan Penn State, shocking all the listeners I know, but uh, it was super fun. We recap a great weekend, um, and then we all get into fourth and 10 game picks uh, as usual. So super fun episode, some controversial picks towards the end, so stay tuned for that, and uh, let's get straight into it. into the studio once again another cfb mondays to recap david and i just got back from state college pennsylvania and penn state uh we've been keeping it a secret here on this podcast david but uh i just want to get your thoughts on the weekend before i talk oh uh, hell of a weekend man wish wish uh wish we could have seen it go a different direction but uh obviously man we had a hell of a time the environment was unbelievable uh fans were fans were into it for as, as, about as long as they could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, great environment as always. It was great being back. I, I've had season tickets to Penn State my entire life, so it was, it was awesome to be back, see all the boys. And, uh, you know, we saw we did see a good football game. That's what yeah. that's what I wanted to – A close I had, football game. I had zero – despite me picking Penn State on the pod last week, I had no faith in us winning this game, but we got to see a, we got to see a, a good game between a good team and a bad team. And um, – yeah, I, I, it was a hell of a trip, man. I'm glad. I'm glad everything worked out. Um, yeah. So for me, first time in, first time in Pennsylvania, actually, and uh, you know, State College was awesome, man. Shout out to shout out to everyone. David got me involved with this this week. I want to start out with Perks, Nate Lieb, Dylan, Kev, uh, Tommy, all, all all the boys, Jameer. Shout out everyone uh, that I was able to connect with this weekend, man. All all the boys were awesome, David. I really, I will always appreciate this past weekend, man. It was Absolutely. it was fun, and for the game. Uh, tailgate was awesome. Shout out uh, Mr. Young and uh, and Mrs. Young, uh, legends, absolute legends. Shout out Connor and Mason too. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a great weekend. The game, obviously, as a Michigan fan, uh, was great because we won the game. Um, as for me, like going crazy at the game, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I was expecting to win, and Drew Aller, David, kind of did my trash talking for me. Yeah, yeah, you didn't even say much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, Michigan came out the dub as expected. Uh, but yeah, overall. Overall for the weekend, uh, shout out to everyone who, who I was involved with this weekend, man. It was awesome. And uh, I hope to go back next year, too, for a game. Um, and uh, Beaver Stadium is not undersold. I'll just say that. The student section, David likes to talk about it. I, I get, game Boomer rated it as one of the worst student sections of the week. Really? I didn't know that. Not a boy Boomer. That's just a, that's just a, a, little, boomer a, little, fun, a little fun fact. Um, and, I, and I'll pull up his list right now. And we can just <laughs> Let's just name some teams that he said had a better student section than Penn State this week. All right, let's start off with Western Michigan. Okay. Uh, we can then go to Liberty and Toledo. They were all uh, ranked ahead. Uh, Boston College as well. They were all ranked wow. ahead of Penn State in student section. Wow. Um, Penn State has the biggest, uh, like, actual, like, dedicated student section in the country, and it was full. It was completely so, full. Then. So I'm not really sure what um, Big Game Boomer watched this weekend. Oh, that was um, this. Oh, that was like an oh, updated oh, ranking. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's weekly. Week. That's weekly. Yeah. Oh man, that is weekly. So I will say, first time in Beaver, <laughs> first time in Beaver Stadium. David always hypes up the student section. I and I, Carson, you know this. Like I don't really think much about it when he talks about it, but officially, like they are the best student section in the country. They really? Are. Yeah, they are. Wow. They are. It was it was insane. Um, but yeah, overall great weekend. Um, 
the game we'll probably talk about a little bit later in fourth and ten and uh and what we're going to be doing next, which is CFB. Welcome, welcome into the studio, Carson. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. We're talking yeah. Michigan-Penn State later. Yeah, yeah, we can talk okay. Michigan. I mean, yeah. what are your thoughts? I know you watched, but... Oh, let's just talk about was it hard to watch, though, low-key? No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun game to watch. I thought it was impossible to like, watch. It was, <laughs> okay. honestly, like, I, like, obviously it wasn't a shootout. It wasn't Ole Miss LSU, but, like, it was still, it was a close game. Both defenses played well. You still had star players making plays. Chop Robinson, I think, one of, had one of his better He's games. He's insane. Uh, from what I saw, just watching on TV, I think he had one of the best games of the year. Abdul Carter was making an impact. Um, I, I think I was a little outrageous saying that it would be forty-one to thirteen. I didn't yeah. really. That was a little bold, but the I forty-one think, part was the. Oh yeah, yeah, I was a point off my uh, yeah, my prediction was, until uh, Penn State decided to get a meaningless touchdown and go for two. But uh, yeah, but no, it, I think. I'm not gonna sit here and say Michigan disappointed me because my score prediction was a little crazy. But after that game, I do think. I have a little bit more faith that Ohio State can beat them. But yeah. going into that, this past game, without seeing Michigan play a great team, I wasn't sure if Ohio State was even on Michigan's level. But I think that's going to be a really good game in two weeks. I think Ohio State, I think Ohio State and Michigan might have the two best defenses in college football. If you could throw Georgia in there, but I think those are and the two of the top three. I, I believe Penn, Penn State's right up there too. Penn State's absolutely up there. But in terms of that matchup coming up, um, I think it's going to be really close. I think. JJ's not going to be able to not throw the ball in the second half when they play Ohio State. They're going to make Ohio State's going to make JJ beat him, and maybe he will. But uh, I don't want to talk too much about that game. Though. But I think what I learned is that's going to be that's Michigan and Ohio State are a lot closer than I thought. Um, Penn State's defense is really good, but it's still a great win on the road for Michigan. Um, I think I thought Sharon Moore was really good, especially in the first. I mean, his sec- second half was kind of like. We're just not going to let them get any momentum. We're not going to turn the ball over. We're just going to run this one out. But in the first half, I thought his play calling was great. The third and ten, the right, they run a sweep to JJ. Penn State didn't really see, really see that coming. Um, I thought I thought he really outcoached Manny Diaz at least early. Second half, um, second half, they kind of just ran the ball and the defense stood up. But I thought Sharon Moore was really good on a short list already yeah. for the OC at Penn State. We saw yesterday. That was kind of a dumb list, but uh, no, that was the A M head coaching list. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, um, but still. Yeah, my side of things, uh, honestly, I told Tyler this in the, in, in the, um, on the trip back. The loss was made completely worth it when we fired uh, Mike Yurchers. <laughs> uh, he's terrible, um, and, and, and it's like uh, like I say on the NFL pod that I low-key get like upset when, when the commanders play well because that means Rivera stays another week. Last week when we dropped 50 on Maryland, I was like, oh, no, I just bought Yurchers till the end of the season, and luckily it did not. Um, do I think they fired the right guy? Yes. Did I, do I think they fired the only right guy? No. Uh, Who's the other guy? Gonna, oh, Franklin. Franklin <laughs> there be, we are. Franklin yeah, should be gone. That, and yeah. we've been saying, I've been saying this since the beginning of the year. Carson's been saying this since the beginning of the year. That Franklin should be gone. You just cannot consistently get out coached in big games. And it happened with a team without a head coach, actually, as, as Carson said. Um, but yeah, overall, I think we found out Drew is not him. We found out Franklin's not built for big games ever. And. I think we found out that this team would be eleven or ten and zero or nine and one with a close loss to Michigan if Sean Clifford was still our quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Which I never in a million years thought I would say that Sean but, Clifford would help a team win. But would you say, as a Penn State fan, this was Franklin's best chance to get a win over Michigan or yeah, Ohio State? Absolutely. I I think the the can't beat Michigan and Ohio State is kind of overblown. I think can't beat a good Michigan or Ohio State ever is true. We got, I think he has I think he's five hundred against Michigan now, but. 
against a top ten team. He's three and seventeen against top ten teams. Yes. But was this his best chance yeah. to win a game? Yeah. I think it was. And, and and the thing is with the top ten team stat is I've seen on Instagram with the, with the Franklin defenders saying three and seventeen against top ten teams. You know they're top ten teams for a reason. Yeah. Penn State was top ten teams in seventeen of those twenty games. Penn State is supposed to be a top ten program. Uh huh. They, they were, were top. They were a top ten team in seventeen of those twenty games. Yeah. And are three and seventeen yeah. in top ten games. No, I will. I will say something. Your dad said actually was that he he's not like Franklin out, but the things he does are like like the little things is what pisses Penn State fans off, like going for two at the end of the game, which was arguably like one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. Like it didn't seem real. <sighs> Uh, fourth and five. Yeah, uh, four. Yeah, fourth and when five. Is, yeah. Uh, oh my God. Fourth and five with he he goes for it with five minutes left in the game. Uh, Drew uh, made might have made a dumber play than Franklin's play calling actually when he just threw the ball into the ground on the biggest play of the game in the middle yeah, of the field. Yeah. That was shocking. You you saw my face after that. Uh, yeah, your face wasn't even it wasn't even like a cocky like oh my God we just won this game it was. What the hell was that? Yeah, I don't know what also, I saw. Also, um, I've seen it all over Twitter, the whole uh, Penn State versus refs thing. Um, was there a couple bad calls in this game? Sure. Um, every call could have gone Penn State's way, and we still have Drew Allen and James Franklin, so we were never going to win. No, I, I told you and your dad, I said, I said, I'm so happy that Drew ruined this game and Franklin ruined the game for me because yeah. I know a bunch of people would have lost it on the Penn refs. State, Penn State played against... Michigan, the refs, James Franklin, and Drew Allen on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And lost by nine. So and not, but out. not you didn't play against Jim Harbaugh, though. That's, no, 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 no. That, that's, that's true. But. Yeah. Shout out Drew Allen's math. He's one of the, I mean, we all... <laughs> yeah, shout out Drew Allen's math. math. Yeah, I didn't know nine points was a one-score game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we were all talking after the game. It's just, as a Penn State fan, the fact that, that we have this exact feeling for, I mean, six times in the last three years of, of we're going to beat them, and then... You just don't beat him, and you just consistently put out a terrible product onto the field. I'm really excited to see what uh, Jawan Sider can do uh, as offensive coordinator. I mean, Penn State's running backs have been unbelievable since he got there. So I hope he can have a more creative outlook on this offense. But, I mean, that's about all I'll say. We just got outclassed by a better team. And, uh, yeah, I watched a a really good team play on Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) Potentially the number one team. No, I mean, it's a foreshadow for uh, fourth and ten. Potentially number one. Okay, okay, okay. No, but yeah, I was happy because this is obviously probably the best Michigan team of my lifetime that I and I got to see him play this week, so I was I was very grateful for that. Shout out Brandon Graham, we saw Brandon. Yeah, shout out yeah yeah shout out Brandon Graham, shout out the guy with the cool hat that was sitting in front of us, dude. Big no, gra- don't shout out that. <laughs> big big grand, Brandon Graham, fan. but but uh, Carson, I want to get your thoughts on the Jim Harbaugh stuff because I know I know what David's thoughts are being with him when when Harbaugh officially got called that he wasn't gonna be on the sideline the day of the game and he was on the plane uh, when it got yeah announced. so. Obviously, being here, I wasn't quite as in the action of State College as you guys, so I was able to really stay up to date on this story, um, watching ESPN throughout the day. And obviously, I've been on here. I haven't been, like, I don't know, I don't think I've been anti-Michigan, but I've been, like, I've checked Tyler on his optimism. But I will come out and say I think I hated it. I hated the suspension before, and it's all it was was a personal attack on Jim Harbaugh. That's all it was. Because obviously, it sounds like, obviously, Michigan deserves punishment. But if they really did an in-depth, um, full investigation, a lot of people would be punished. And the only reason they did this to a coach as he was going to the game, a huge game, a top 10 game, is because it was Jim Harbaugh. So, and, and the one thing I hate about it is I, I think that this is bad for college football because this is becoming to a point where college football might lose Jim Harbaugh. And 
he might go to the NFL, be, and I wouldn't blame him because he's tired of all this BS. Well, I see. I, I, I and like he again, they may, they messed up. They did this, but the fact that they suspend him right before a game, that's just over the top. If it's Tyler, off season, I understand if he, but if right before a game, sorry, David, but I understand if he's mad. I understand if he leaves. I don't want him to leave. And I did see something. I don't know how true it is that Michigan's talked internally already about leaving the Big Ten. And that's honestly, probably not going to happen. It probably won't happen. But 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 if that if they threaten that, all of a sudden Big Ten doesn't have as much leverage. No, and, they can't lose and when Tyler earlier said uh, he knows my thoughts on it, you basically just said my yeah. exact thoughts. Yeah. From the start, I said uh, if he wasn't suspended at the beginning of the week, he shouldn't have been suspended at all. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's uh, I think this was just a complete mismanagement from the NCAA, which is unfortunately not a rare thing at all. Yeah. Um, well, they suspended him Friday afternoon. It came out, and then exactly. it lingered up until kickoff, which is absolutely that's ridiculous. another mismanagement. Yeah. You have to once you suspend someone. Suspend him. Yeah. Don't don't let don't let Michigan fans like. It was ten thirty a.m. on Saturday. The game kicks off at noon, and no one knew if Harbaugh was going to coach. Yeah. yeah. That cannot. Because he was also in the state of Pennsylvania that at that can, time. He was like, on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. So it, people like I was seeing posts on Twitter that he was in state college. They were yeah. No, I know. Talking to him on the tarmac. No, I will say there's there's like I I think the NCAA just because of the the amount of Michigan and Jim Harbaugh haters there are in the world. I think the NCAA got a lot of backing from those people, but they lost a lot of them too as well. The way they, they lost about people the who are college football fans, yeah, true. College. Yeah. And then you and like I'm all for I'm all for punishment if rules are broken, but the minute it becomes personal and you make an impulse decision that that doesn't fully um, represent the situation, that's when it becomes dumb. If he misses, I hope I hope college football doesn't lose uh, its one of its top three coaches. I absolutely hope college football does lose him because I hope he goes to the Commanders, but <laughs> I. <laughs> I I think if he was suspended on Monday and it was just set in stone, you're suspended, and that's it, and there was nothing past that, I, I don't know if I would support it or not. I, I probably would I definitely wouldn't be this much anti the suspension if that was the case. If they handled it like that, you tell them on Monday, you can't you're not gonna be on the sideline, you can prepare your team all week, but you're not gonna be on the sideline. Uh I think A, the game goes a lot worse for Penn State, and B, um, I think you would have a lot less people mad right now. Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that the NCAA made a ruling that is making a Penn State fan pro Michigan, while it directly affected Penn State, yeah, is is crazy. Yeah. No, I think I think with him leaving though is like either he leaves or because he is the type of guy that because I I me personally I think he's gonna leave just because I think he's fed up with you know, literally the last like three weeks it is not a career. Michigan thing if he leaves by the way that is not a that is not a dig on Michigan no oh yeah no I know I yeah I think he I think he's gonna leave personally but I know I, I know a lot of Michigan fans who say that he's the type of guy and like the and a person who will stay because of something like this no I I think that's true I think both can be, I think both are fair possibilities yeah no well I mean we're we're obviously gonna see how that plays out obviously it's gonna be gonna take a lot more i mean we thought i mean i i don't know about you guys but i thought this was going to be over like at least two weeks ago i thought it was gonna be over for the season and they were gonna talk about it in the off season yeah Yeah. i kind of thought they would just let him finish the year because now whatever michigan does is gonna be tainted by this if they win the national championship everyone's gonna be like oh well it's because Mm. they stole signs or whatever and if they lose i don't think so i don't think most people are gonna i i I don't think most people i think dumb people well, yeah. well I want to shout. And I think if they and if they lose, I think we're gonna get a lot of Michigan fans that are, oh, uh, you know, uh, if Harbaugh wasn't suspended or whatever. 
And I think that's just you're involved in the NCAA in a place that does not need it to be involved, especially when there's three, two or three games left yeah. in the season. Yeah. No, something we like to bring up on this podcast are our analysts that we that we hate. I'm a huge Stephen A. guy, dude. I've never seen him more involved with college football. He keeps talking about the Jim Harbaugh stuff. You have to agree that with me That was the most sarcastic thing you ever said. Right? What? That you love Stephen A. I d- no, I like Stephen. I don't mind Stephen A. I, I thought you hated it when he talks about college football. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Okay, okay. I, know, I, I like the guy, but like he is outside of the NBA and the NFL. I have never seen him talk more about co- about something than this situation. What do you think really of Feinbaum? No, what? Mean, what do you think of Feinbaum? He is so misleading, dude. He's <laughs> such an idiot, man. Yeah, he's just an SEC. Yeah. Dude, he's been SEC. Whether it's whether it's Penn State, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's Michigan, whatever the best team in the Big Ten is that year. Paul Feinbaum just hates them. Yeah. Is there a single ESPN college football personality that you like? Because I know you're not a Herb Street fan. Uh, I think Desmond Dennis, Howard. I think, oh, <laughs> I think I think uh, one uh, personality that's done a great job with this is Heather Dinich because she's, yeah, just, I think like, she's good. I actually like just reported like facts. Yeah, can we just get more people like, like that? Dude? And not been like Michigan should be banned from the. Earth. No, and Stephen is a guy place. that just throws in like something low key too. Like I saw him today. He was talking about like. Uh, he was like he was going through like the possibility. He's like, he's like he's like oh like we we uh so if Michigan you know wins the uh, wins the college football playoff which I don't think they're supposed to go to like he says it super fast and then goes back to like actually reporting. Yeah, no, no, they're ranked true. three. No, I know. And then no, because he says he doesn't think they should be allowed in the CFP. No, oh, oh, yeah. oh, he said that. Yeah. yeah, So so I don't know why people who are aren't involved with college football and like Michigan and Big Ten specifically getting involved with this nationally. It's really annoying. The last thing, last thing I'll say about uh, the game this week, or just at Penn State in general, until uh, fourth and t- actually, I'm not talking about Penn State in fourth and ten. <laughs> yeah. uh, is that the best case scenario for uh, us? Is I don't think we're gonna fire Franklin. I think um, ten and two Rose Bowl. I just think there's too much. Uh, I just think there's too much loyalty within within Penn State unless Pat Kraft wants to uh, come in and shake things up immediately, which I. Think is awesome that he's he's done that already, but I think the best case scenario is they hire uh, is A and M hires Franklin. If A and M hires Franklin, <laughs> oh, which is a name that's already been thrown out that's in that in that thing, and and if A and M hires Franklin, I want Manny Diaz or Matt Rule as uh, as Penn State's coach. And I think both of those are, are very realistic shots with uh, Matt Rule going to high school in State College and then uh, playing for Penn State. Uh, I just I think we could have uh, Mason Young at. <laughs> they would have more awareness. No, yeah, I mean, than to bring twelve men on the field when Michigan's at the two yard line, or when Michigan's at the seven yard line, bring twelve men on the field and give up a five yard run. I, I, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Week life. eleven, David. In week eleven. Yeah, yeah. week eleven. I mean, um, there were multiple times in this game where me and Tyler looked at each other and we were like, "Is is this week one?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we are no, we literally. watching a week one team right now? No. The dumb stuff by Franklin goes over my head sometimes, but when I was in person actually watching the things, I mean, I already said it, but my face after the Drew Aller thing was just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I was the worst athletic play I've ever seen in person, honestly. Um, but no, that's going to wrap it up for, uh, for, the, for the Penn State State College Review. Again, had a great time, loved everyone I met down there. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on to, uh, we're going to skip game review this week because we kind of just reviewed the biggest game in the week of the week, in my opinion, because Georgia Ole Miss was a non-contest, um, unfortunately. But uh, let's get into some. It's it's we're going into week twelve here, boys, and we'll, let's get into uh, some CFP some CFP talk. Um, Carson, I'll let you go first and, and give us give us your top four to six. Okay, so my this is my because the playoff could is wild right now. I mean, playoff playoff is as wild Should we as say the playoffs crazy. tomorrow? 
Or should we say no, it's no, playoff? No, no, what we think is going to be the playoff at the end of the okay. year. Okay. So, and I mean, there's so many scenarios. David's going to go through some too, but there's scenarios where the SEC is out. If Alabama wins and Texas and Oregon went out, there's situations where you might have two lost teams in the playoff. If Oregon State pulls off a big win, it depends. I mean, depends if Texas can win out. You never know if they're going to pull up Texas. You have Louisville in there as a wild card that's going to play Florida State. But my prediction is, this is a lame prediction, but the Big Ten champ, I'm not going to pick a team to win that game because we're going to make game picks that week. We're going to talk a lot about that game that week. So Big Ten champ, winner of the game. Uh, and then I have Florida State and Georgia. I, I, I think Alabama can beat Georgia. I really do. But, again, I watch Georgia, and I think they're not losing. I don't, I don't think they're losing. Uh, Florida State, they'll probably edge out Louisville in – the ACC championship like they always do and make the playoff um, and then get absolutely destroyed in the first round because they're just probably not a top four team in college football. And then I have um, Oregon. I think Oregon's going to win out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were kind of just debating some scenarios uh, at the like before before we uh, started filming here on what could happen and there's, there's some crazy ones that you could see like, like if Alabama loses to Auburn in it in a, like imagine if Alabama loses to Auburn and then and goes Oregon, and beats. Oregon State still is playing Washington and Oregon, and they are going to win one of those games. They're going to win one of those two games. Uh, Alabama, if like Alabama could lose to Auburn, you could get like a, a weird Georgia loss to, to Alabama in the championship. You could get a Florida State upset loss. They still have to go to the swamp, and Florida's not that good, but they're not terrible. So you could see a win there. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't wanna. Uh, Say the order really, because that could be a little a little spoiler for uh, fourth and ten. Okay, but, that's fair. Uh, so I think I right now think it's gonna be Oregon, Texas, Michigan, and Georgia, um, because as of right now, I actually think Florida State's gonna lose to Florida in the swamp. Wow. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Texas, Oregon, Georgia, and Michigan right now. Yeah, that's my, my prediction. Yeah, for me, I mean, I, have, I, I think Georgia's going to be one. I think they went out, even though I'm a huge Alabama guy. And Carson saw my original list. I think Alabama, I mean, I'm not going to make, again, I won't make my pick right now for that game for the SEC championship. Right, but, but if Alabama wins, Alabama could be left out if Texas wins out. I, I will say if, if Georgia goes, if Georgia beats Tennessee and goes undefeated and then beats Alabama in the championship game, do we get another two SEC playoff or no? There's I just no think way. there's too many good teams. This no, year because Texas, Texas would. Texas is above Alabama in any measure. Yeah, if Texas yeah. wins out, yeah. So that's the problem. Well, I just, I just don't think they can do that this year because there's multiple good teams. Like the last couple of years, they've gotten away with it. I think. But, yeah, right. But um, I mean, for me, it's gonna, it's gonna go Georgia one. I think, I think Michigan's gonna be two. Um, I think Florida State's gonna be three because I think they'll, they'll win out and win the ACC. And then I think Oregon will be four because they'll, they'll win the Pac-12. I think they beat Washington by, by a wide margin too in that game. Um, and then the first two out for me is, is Texas and Ohio State. Because so, I think that, that that Oklahoma loss for Texas looks bad right now because Oklahoma's not. The Oklahoma lost two games in a row. No, I know. That's the thing. But I know I was watching the playoff committee show last week. I don't know if you guys watched, but Greg McElroy was just pounding the table for Texas over Oregon. And, I mean, he had a kind of compelling argument. Oregon's strength of schedule so far is not great. Now, if they beat, if they beat Oregon State – that looks a lot better, but I mean Texas has beat multiple ranked teams. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Oregon or Texas would get that nod. I think it also depends how close these games are. If if Texas barely beats Oklahoma in the champ, or who are they going to play in the Big Twelve championship? 
I think it's Oklahoma State right Oklahoma now. State just lost oh, wait, that's three right. to three that you so said. I, I don't even know. It's, right now, it's, it's it would be, be Oklahoma. Oklahoma. If the season ended right now, it would be Oklahoma State. If they don't, if they play close in the, the Texas better blow out whoever they play in the Big 12 championship if they want a chance to make it over a one-loss Oregon. Yeah. But, no, it'll be interesting to see what the committee does there. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we can all agree. The only thing we can all agree on, I think, is Georgia. Is Georgia stays. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Um, okay, do we want to get into a, into fourth and ten right now, David? For sure. Um, so, yeah, fourth and ten this week. Uh, obviously, last week we had Penn State at ten. They, they dropped to 15. Um... Again, shout out James Madison. They're uh, uh, unfortunate victim of the worst rule in the NCAA right now. I have them at seventeen. I think they've been they've been great all year. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, overall, shout out James let's, Madison basketball, man. Yeah, James Madison everything. <laughs> Soccer just knocked off number one. Uh, uh, basketball's ranked. Football's ranked. They be. Uh, I think it was number two UCF. James Madison. In soccer. James Madison knocked them off. Yeah. Wow. So. They're having a great athletic year, but <clears throat> so let's get into fourth and ten officially here. We'll start off with number ten, and that's Louisville. Uh, Louisville's one bad game away from from being undefeated, and a lot of people are circling this this Virginia game as a as kind of a bad bad performance. And I do think it absolutely was a bad performance, but at the same time, I mean Virginia's bad, but they've kind of just been sticking with teams. I mean, have a win over North Carolina, kept it close with Miami. Like they're really bad. Don't get me wrong, they're really bad, but. They, they've kind of figured it out, it seems. I mean, the one-point loss to James Madison is not even bad at this point. And they just constantly do enough to enough to uh, win games. And, and they still have the Notre Dame win. They still have a shutout win against Duke. They have some good wins this year. And, uh, yeah, so they're my number 10 team. Number 9 is Texas. Um, Texas, it, they also are doing enough to win, but it's in different styles. Like, they're blowing leads. Texas is blowing leads. It's, it's back-to-back weeks where they've choked a 20-point lead almost. They're up 26-6 to six with 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter in this one. And, yep. and uh, TCU lost by three, and they were and they were looking like like they could win that game. Um, in the past in the past uh, two weeks, Texas has been outscored 36-6 to six in the fourth quarter uh, in the Kansas State one, and now TCU. And, and TCU is terrible, let's keep in mind, so... Uh, yeah, that was a that was a that was a bad performance um, on Texas's part, and it's kind of becoming the the new norm is just them blowing a lead, and they had Ewers back. The Jonathan Brooks injury is could very yeah, concerning. that's insane. very that's very terrible. very concerning. That's, I mean, that's this guy's a stud. You never want to see something yeah. like that happen. And he's out for the year, so yeah. I think Texas just re- I I don't think Texas is gonna win the Big Twelve. I know I picked them in the playoff. Um, that's actually that's not true. I think Texas is gonna win the Big Twelve, but I don't think it's gonna be as easy as people say. Like I don't think they're gonna blow out yeah, whoever they I, play. I don't want to be a downer, but I hope they don't make the playoffs now that Brooks is out. Yeah, because they're just gonna get they're not they completely can't, yeah, destroyed by whoever they play. Um, at number eight, how about those Missouri Tigers? There we are. Missouri at number eight. Um, Tennessee's garbage, dude, and they were just dominated by a better team. I mean, thirty-six to seven should never be a score. Uh, in Missouri, Tennessee, that has Missouri winning. I don't care what year it is. That should, you should never lose thirty six to seven to Missouri if you're Tennessee. Um, yeah, their Georgia game looks a lot better now. Yeah, their two the losses are a Georgia. fight against Georgia and then a, a fight against LSU. 
the two good losses. Cody Schrader, 205 yards and a touchdown uh, in this one. And, I mean, Tennessee, man, I, I predicted it uh, earlier this year that they're going to end the year unranked, and I still do think that uh, they're just not good at all. And I also think Eli Drinkwitz is the best – or is coach of the year in college football right yeah. now. He's got Missouri at number eight. Uh, number seven, we got Florida State. Uh, just another kind of not – not blow me away performance. It's just at this point, there's performances that are telling you that they're gonna get killed by whoever they play in the, if they make the playoff. I agree. I agree. I mean, if you look at their you look at their schedule now, they have a two point win against Boston College, seven point win against Miami, scored twenty four points against Pitt, and so it's just it's just a lot of a lot of question marks surrounding Florida State. Yeah, they're winning games, but so they're they're my number seven team. At number six, we have Washington. Um, I never I'm I haven't been a big Utah fan all season, but I mean a win is a win against a ranked team. Game is probably uh closer than it should have been. I mean I don't think anyone expected a scoreless quarter in this game at all, and and for it to be the fourth quarter is is crazy. Rome is still one of the best receivers in the country. I mean three catches, one hundred eleven yards, and two touchdowns is insane. Penix played great, three thirty two and two touchdowns. They got a got a win over a team they needed to beat. So. Um, back-to-back weeks now, we have uh, Ohio State at number five. I, th- I mean, they beat Michigan State. That's not much to say. Michigan State is... What were they last week? Complete. Oh, they were number five as well. Okay. Com- Michigan State is awful at football. Um, makes me smile that they are now uh, bowl ineligible again after starting 2-0. and They're now 3-7. and seven. Um, But, yeah, I mean, now you, gotta, you have a common opponent between uh, Michigan and Ohio State, and they... Uh, both dominated them. So, but Michigan won forty nine nothing at Michigan State, and Ohio State won thirty eight to three at home against Michigan State. So it's very interesting, and I think now you have a, that's the first uh, time we've had a common opponent between um, Washington and Ohio State. Washington beat Michigan State by thirty four on the road. Ohio State won by thirty five at home. So it's it's like extremely close between Washington and Ohio State. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number four again we have Alabama. Um. I mean, they just dominated Kentucky. That spread should have never been 10. Kentucky is not... Uh, it was 10, really? Yeah, I Kentucky's that. not that good. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, they fall to 6-4. and four. Jalen Milrow, six touchdowns uh, on Saturday. I know, I know there was a certain one of us here that was happy to see that. Um, you, even got, like, you even got your backup quarterback playing in this game on the road in Lexington, so that's very impressive. One of, of Jalen Milrow and Jaden Daniels doesn't have three losses and might be ahead of the other one in Heisman Road. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not quite. Um, but uh, do you think that it's closer? It's closer than people say. It's closer than people say, but uh, let's keep in mind, Jaden Daniels just had more rushing yards than any player in the country this weekend. He also threw for three hundred seventy-five yards. Oh, I oh no, I was Daniels. Yeah. I'll take Daniels, but Daniels and I was like, has been. Yeah, no, I, I'm officially on the Jalen Milrow throws to wide open receivers train, but. He's still very athletic and still six touchdowns. I don't care if your receivers aren't wide open. That's still impressive. Um, at three, we have Oregon. Uh, they beat USC 36-27. It wasn't a, a super dominating win, as, as some people expected. But, I mean, Bo Nix, 23 of 31, 412 yards and four touchdowns. I don't care who you're playing. That's impressive. Bucky Irving did Bucky Irving things. They're, they will be fun in the playoff if they get there, I think. They're, yeah. Will they win? Who knows? But they will be a fun team. They'll be a fun team to watch. That's yeah. for sure. Um, 
Into the okay, top here we two. Go. Into here we the go. top two. One of these two teams I just watched uh, live, and I think they're very good. And another one of these teams is the best just, team in college football. And another one of these teams is ranked number one. Uh, Michigan's number two this week. Um, and that's not a dig on Michigan. Michigan just did exactly what Michigan had to do, and they got a win at Penn State. But just the way Georgia dominated that Ole Miss game uh, is scary for the rest of college football. I mean, I don't think – I mean, Carson, you and I picked Ole Miss – or picked Georgia, excuse me. Tyler, you love picking against Georgia, man. But Stay tuned. But we uh, – I mean, I don't think – neither of us expected a 35 no, win in no. this one. They dominated Lad McConkey. Shout out, yeah, Lad. Lad. One of the most disgusting routes I've seen all season. So, but no, Michigan so being a two is not a dig on Michigan at all. It's just the way Georgia won, and I, t- I actually said this to Tyler's grandpa. I said after the Penn State game, I said Michigan will be number one unless Georgia does something insane, and they did do something insane. Yeah. So, very, very. I think there's a steep drop off after number two, and I think Georgia and Michigan is very close. But if I had to pick that one today, I would pick Georgia to win that game. All right. I agree with you. I'm glad you put Georgia one, and I don't want to take a dig at Michigan either. I don't. But Georgia, we all want Georgia to fail. We all want Georgia <laughs> to lose. Everyone wants them to lose. That's why every week is this cycle. Oh, they might lose. They're playing Missouri. They're playing Ole Miss. They might lose. And then when the game starts, there's absolutely no doubt. There's no doubt. When Kirby Smart actually walks onto the field and leads that team out, you're like, yeah, what are we doing? What was? What were we wasting our time all week for? They're going to win this game, and I, and I think I'll have that feeling until they lose another football game. And it kind of sucks that I think they're going to win three in a row right now, but I, I don't see how anyone's stopping them. Um, Carson Beck is continuing to get better. He looks really good. My, hmm. Do you have any issues with the top ten? Wait, uh, are, what, I, tell, tell us why Michigan should be number one. Well, I think Michigan should be number one, obviously, just because I think that first my first time experiencing Beaver Stadium, David, obviously you know how it is going there. Oh, it's a, it, I it, think, that's what I'm saying. Michigan kind of was in an impossible scenario where Georgia just happened to win by it. Well, especially uh, almost forty. No, no, no. I, I, you guys know I'm a Georgia. I'm a like, even though I pick against, I'm a, I'm a Georgia top two team regardless each week. But like, for Michigan to go into Beaver Stadium, I mean, when you want to look, compare them to Ohio State. Ohio State struggled against Penn State, like heavily, um, at home. You think they struggled? What Ohio State? I think Ohio State. Neither Ohio State or Michigan struggled against that. State. Yeah, no, I mean, but but the game was in contention, is what I'm saying. The game, I, I don't think. I mean, I think the same thing kind of happened in both games. It was twenty to six a, until garbage time. Penn State got a late garbage State. time touchdown to make it closer. Yeah, I mean, I actually the, think. I, but I'm, what I'm saying is, Michigan was in Beaver Stadium. Is the difference? That is a big difference, and that's why Michigan's ahead of Ohio State. And I'm not no, I, I, yeah, but I want to get into why 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 Michigan's the number one team because I think that. When you look at the stats, the the headline coming out, I mean, especially on Twitter, was the seven for eight for JJ and sixty yards with no touchdowns. I mean, Roman Wilson didn't even have, didn't even have a catch. Uh, that is why they should be number one, though, because I think Michigan's ability to adjust in that second half and realize what the problem was in the first half, uh, and then just absolutely dominate Penn State in the second half more than they did in the first half. Like it was fourteen nine at halftime. So if you so if, if you if Georgia and Michigan played today, you pick Michigan. I, I I would I would pick Michigan because I think that their ability to to adjust to teams figuring them out is is top tier, and I think we saw that this week at Penn State for them I to not throw. Think, my thing is I don't think Penn State figured them out at all. I just think Michigan came out flat. I think Michigan. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not talking about Penn State. I'm just saying Michigan's ability to adjust to the way that Penn State was playing them defense. Like, your oh, guys' yeah. thing is. I don't is think get- there was any adjustment. I think Michigan's just better. Well, you're, no, let's you, not, can, no. we, can we not give James credit? 
or James Franklin credit for adjusting because he didn't. No, I'm not. I'm saying this about Michigan, dude. I'm saying I'm talking about Michigan. No, I know what you're saying. Your thing, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Manny Diaz's defense right now. Your thing is put pressure on the quarterback, and then, you know, deny passes and get turnovers. Uh, Michigan completely eliminated all that, and that's why they were able to run the ball so well. This, and that's why I would put them at number one. This, this is what I'm saying. That's what I said about Sean Moore on third down. I think Sean Moore did a great job using Manny Diaz. And it was so easy for us too. And that's a dig on Penn State a little bit because you guys do, you know, unfortunately but, suck. But like, here's, well, how, I mean, like, here's listen, the thing. Michigan ran the ball great, but I mean, five yards a carry isn't like they averaged point two yards a carry more than Penn State did. It wasn't like, wasn't like every run was going big, and they did the right thing. But it's just. Michigan played great, right? And I'm not taking that away from them. I just think if they played today, Georgia, I think we could get like a 2021 playoff thing where Georgia just comes out and dominates. Well, I think so that the, that also has to do with Carson Beck kind of coming into himself over the last. Oh, couple oh, weeks. it's unbelievable. Like, I, yeah, shout out Carson Beginning Beck. Beginning of the year, we were we were putting Carson Beck in the same conversation with Kyle McCord. Yeah. Well, he, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Now. I mean, if we if we were to say that now, he's in the Drew Kyle McCord category. But now he's you know he's miles above that. He's in like top five. He's probably. Top seven Heisman contenders right now, right? Yeah, be. just because Brock Back, Bowers, yeah. yeah. Also because Brock Bowers is out, and our questions was how are they going to perform, and that that's when the questions of Georgia losing games to ranked teams came in, and they've completely dominated the team. So Georgia at one, I don't have a problem with. Was, this is what I'll say about Michigan and Penn State game. I think Sharon Moore did a great job using Manny Diaz's aggressiveness against him on like, yeah, like exactly. third down runs. But I, I'm not, and I'm not taking anything away from Michigan. But I, I wouldn't be so quick to jump on it. It's you guys also have to remember I'm a Michigan, Michigan fan. No, I know I'm not. Oh, but a lot of people. Are, yeah, a lot of, something we just forgot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are jumping on this that they didn't throw the ball and they still could win. They just realized in the second half their five guys up front were better than Penn State's. Yeah, I mean, and it's Penn just State not is, that hard. They just the realized that problem, they were better. The biggest problem Penn State has had all year on the defensive side is. How small their defensive tackles are, yeah, and, and how they're not good at football. And so Michigan just for some reason, better. no team has taken advantage of that. Even Ohio State didn't really take crazy advantage of that. Ohio State took advantage of having Marvin Harrison on their team. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think uh, Michigan did exactly what Michigan had to do. It was just unfortunate that yeah. Georgia happened to win by thirty five this, oh, this and, weekend and, and just I, dominated team. I'm that, glad you guys brought up Carson Beck because I don't really see JJ McCarthy as that much better than. Carson Beck right now as a college quarterback. Yeah, and the fact that and that's the fact that we thought Michigan this was the year. I'm not saying this is not Michigan's year. Michigan obviously deserves to be number two. Um, but the reason I to put Georgia ahead right now is because Carson Beck is way better than I expected. Like you guys said, and he's almost on. I would say JJ's a little better, but I think he's just about on JJ's level, and I did not expect that. Yeah, yeah. No, do you? What are What are your other thoughts on Florida? I thought I think Ohio State should be ahead of Oregon. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blow it up because. Well, I'm gonna pull the Carson Orvis question on you. Who wins that game on a neutral field right now? No, that's not a crazy take at all. I just think. I think Ohio State does because I think Ohio State has the best defense in college football. I think Ohio State's defense is number one again, and I, I I get that Ohio State played Penn State at home, and Michigan played them on the road. I still would put Michigan above Ohio State, but the both of them kind of dominated Penn State similarly. Like, the, like, you never thought either was going to lose. And, again, I put Michigan ahead because Michigan did it on the road. But, I mean, Drew Aller still moved. Had, I, I know I'm nitpicking here, but he, he moved the ball twice on Michigan. They had two long, sustained drives. You guys let Drew Aller um, run the ball forward. They did. Yeah, he had know? 49 yards. Ohio Ohio State. State. Was, again, at home, Ohio State game. did not let that happen. <laughs> and I thought Michigan would be a little more dominant. I'm not, I mean, again, Michigan had Ohio State because they were away. But – I think Ohio State and Michigan are a lot closer than we thought after watching what they both did against Penn State. Um, 
Well, you also so I put them above Oregon because I think they beat them right now, especially with uh, just that defense for Ohio State. They, they they have so many stars on that defense. Um, does does FSU, Florida State? Do they get in the four? Do they get in the top four the week of the playoff on fourth and ten? Because they're seven right now. Is there I mean, a, if they yeah yeah I mean, if, if they, they win out yeah if they win out they kind of have to jump I mean because Washington jump, or Oregon's yeah. gonna lose to each other so the final Michigan and Ohio State's gonna lose to each other Georgia Alabama's gonna lose to each other so just by default they're gonna go up three well so the final rankings yeah, aren't gonna be like your typical fourth and ten ranking though no no not at all I think but here's the thing here's what I'll say the last thing I'll say about fourth and ten is it, yeah this is the top ten I have but I think there's th- really three tiers and I think tier one is Georgia and Michigan yeah and then. Tier two, I'd probably put just Oregon through Florida State. Yeah. Uh, no, stop it. Actually, no, no, no. Mm. Oregon through Washington. I'm going to actually put it Oregon through Washington. Um, because I think on, on a neutral site, any of those matchups could go either way. And then I'll put Florida State through Louisville as kind of the last tier there. But, I think Bama and Ohio State would both handle Washington. Yeah, I, I just, know that's a little I, bit I of a just, hot take. I, I think they both handle. Handle? Washington. I don't know. Because they, could they, they win, just like they just like Bryson Barnes scored twenty eight points in the first half. Oh no no no! I'm not taking it. I'm not. I'm, I think Washington's offense is pr- gonna be would be the best offense that Ohio State has faced. That's true. And I'm not saying handle as in a thirty point win, but I think it might. It would be like a twenty seven twenty where they kind of just win, are winning the whole game. And the thing is, like Utah with Bryson Barnes' offense, like might not be that much worse than Ohio State. That's true also. No, I mean, it would handle is maybe not the right word in terms of score, but I think they would win that game with physicality. But, no, I think I agree with you on the tiers. I don't think Florida State makes a second tier right now, which no, is no, different. No, no, no. I mean, I picked them to make the playoffs. I mean, and, and here's the thing. Playoffs. Oregon has two top 25 wins uh, with Utah and Colorado right now. Oh, so. good. <laughs> well, they're going to be Oregon State, though, so. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think so, too. I think we'll get into that. Um, yeah, speaking of that, should we uh, should we move on to game picks? Carson, do you want to uh, recap last yeah, week? Yeah, I'll recap. Last week so, was a big week, I heard. Yeah, going into last week, Tyler and I were tied for first, and David just broke 500. And Carson and I had different picks, I think, on every game except... Except for two. Yeah, okay. Uh, David, your, your week above 500, I hope you enjoyed it, because you were I'm back that, under 500. State, dude? I literally said when I picked Penn State, I was like, we're not going to win, but I have to pick Well, Penn I asked State. you, why did you pick Ohio State against Penn I State? I, I was right before I wanted to be... Right again. Right again. <laughs> okay. So David went two and four and is back at twenty four and twenty five. Uh, Nebraska lost on Nebraska, lost on Rutgers, and lost on Tennessee and Penn State. But Tyler and I both went four and two. And again, I picked the first Tennessee. Four, yeah. I hate Tennessee. Yeah, I don't know why you pick Tennessee. Either. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait! I fully. Ha- if you if you listen to it back and maybe I wrote uh, it down wrong, listen maybe, to that no, back. Because I'm pretty sure I picked Missouri. Okay, if you listen to it back, I'll change your record and you'll be back above five hundred. Tyler and I tied again. So Nebraska and Maryland. uh, Tyler won that one by picking Maryland. Iowa Rutgers. uh, I picked the Iowa Hawkeyes just to pitch to shut out again uh, against Rutgers. I knew uh, knew I shouldn't have picked Rutgers. Tyler won by picking Missouri. I don't know why I ever picked Joe Milton. And then Tyler's dumb pick of the week. He picked Ole Miss. If Tyler would have picked Georgia, he would be in. If I picked the number one team in the country, place. I would have. I would be, he would in, be first in first place. place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you had to do was pick the number one team at home <laughs> to be in first place. And then uh, we both win Washington, Michigan. So four and two for us. Thirty-one and twenty on the season. The battle continues. So. Yeah, I mean we're gonna. 
we're gonna keep going here, and it's 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 time for that for that time on the podcast where we're gonna get into some uh, some game picks this week, and let's start off with North Carolina Clemson. I feel like we picked Clemson a lot this a lot on this podcast. Well, they played Florida State. They played Notre Dame. Yeah. They played. Yeah. So Carson, I'll let you go first. North so Carolina, you... and it's in Clemson, so that's the thing because Clemson, I I can't stand them. I can't stand Dabo, but man, there's something about when they play at home. It's just really hard to win. And uh, but I don't care, North Carolina. Interesting. Okay, so North Carolina. Drake May. Pro- <laughs> Is that all you have to say about Drake May? Yeah, Carson? Clemson's big favorites too. Yeah. Six and a half points. Um. I regret that. I'm. This is a t- I think this is one of the toughest games we've picked because Clemson. I mean, I think probably the last time we talked about North Carolina, we would easily pick them in this game. Um, Clemson at home. I'm gonna have to go with the better quarterback in Drake May in this game. I think this is an absolute toss up. I think UNC is obviously the better team, but like Carson said, Clemson at home they're struggling this year they need a big win in some way so i think they might get that this week but in terms of game picks because it's time to start taking it a little bit more seriously now that carson and i are tied but uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go unc david give us your pick uh i think both these teams are not good um yeah i think when two teams that are kind of evenly bad play i take the home team and so just because they're at home and because i trust north carolina so little i'm gonna take I'm going to take Clemson. Um, just from the straight, uh, UNC has two losses to Virginia and Georgia Tech. This I year. want to change my pick, but I don't know. Also, I did listen back, and I did pick Tennessee. Because oh, no. <laughs> there were two picks last week where I said, I, below I, said I said, I think Missouri's going to win, but Vegas thinks Tennessee's going to win. And then I also said, I think Michigan's so going to win, State. but I picked Penn State. So I'm just gonna start picking teams that I actually think are gonna win. That's my yeah. new strategy. Okay. New strategy pick teams. As as we go off a game where he's got one and we ha- and we have the uh, the other team. Yeah, so, but I actually so do one think Clemson's gonna win. So game. you can steal a game there. And let's not act like you haven't changed your pick before, Carson. You feel free, man. All right, I'm picking Clemson. <laughs> Last time it did not go well. First for of all, he I think he's the teams. only one who changes his picks. Dude, David <laughs> and I David and I go into this confident. We got our picks. Carson's like. Two minutes into his statement, oh, I want to change my pick. <laughs> you gotta feel it though. It's like I, I think it, it in my mind, but when game picks really comes around, you, you feel it. You, you feel, feel it. You feel, feel it, it right in your here, soul. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, let's go, Dabo. So let's let's get into another game, another another like good game, but like maybe not. UCLA, USC. Shout out Arizona State, David. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. See you, UCLA. And we're I'm gonna talk about Arizona State every time they win. Because known Arizona State haters at this table. I'm not an Arizona State hater. I just don't care. And this was like a game that this is the first time ASU won where we didn't think they were going to win. Woo. So shout out to them, man. I'm not a first of all, I'm not an Arizona State hater. Arizona State football hater. You're just I, a you I just don't care, care yeah. That. But so I'm for the strict reason that UCLA just lost at home to Arizona State. I'm going to pick USC. Yeah. Fight on. Let's go, Caleb. Is that what you're picking, Carson? Yep. Okay. I'll go USC too because because of the reason that David said. <laughs> ASU suck, man. Any team that loses to ASU, I'm immediately not picking them yeah. next week. I don't care if it's Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next game we're going to pick is going to be Utah-Arizona. This is a very, very good it's game. in Arizona, right? Yeah, yeah. In Arizona. Arizona have come out of nowhere this year, David, and I'll let you go first on this one. Um, I know you like Arizona. I am a big Arizona guy, but I just think... I unfortunately think they're due. 
I think they're due. I think they've they've had a lot of. Uh, I mean, Washington State, Oregon State, UCLA, Colorado, four wins in a row. But now that we're looking at those four wins, really only the Oregon State one is impressive. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with Utah. I just think I just think the wheels are gonna are gonna fall off here for Arizona. I just think they're due for a loss. Yep, I've taken Utah. I think Kyle Whittingham is a top four coach in college football. This might turn out to be my dumb pick of the week, but I think Arizona. St- I think Arizona turn out a turn out victor victor no, I mean, victorious. You almost said Arizona State. I almost said Arizona they State. Play, uh, Oregon this week. Yeah, give me give me ASU man in an extra game this week. But uh, no, I'd add that to the playoff chaos. Add that to the to Oregon go to the 129th spot in fourth to ten. Dude, yeah, they'll be just above Penn State that week. <laughs> No, but yeah, give me Arizona in this game. I think I think the uh, the train continues against Utah. Um, the next game we're gonna go into is Kansas Kansas State. This is a very this is these are hard games to pick this week. They're not necessarily headliners, but these are hard games to pick. David, I'll let you go first again. Um, I'm gonna pick who I think is the better team in this one, and, and I do really think that 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 is Kansas State. Um. Kansas just lost at home to Texas Tech, and, and there's questions. Is Jason Bean playing? I don't know. I don't know. I, I assume. I, he didn't play last week. For uh, Well, like, if Jason Bean's playing, if he's not playing, I'm taking I, Jason. I, I do agree. I do agree. I, I was just saying I think it'll be way yeah. worse. He's opti- Coach Lightfoot is optimistic that Bean will be playing, but I still well, still give me give me Wildcats. I say K-State because Kansas is a little bit of a Cinderella roller coaster in the early in the season, and then it seems like they become disinterested, and they just fall off. And I think Kansas State is actually a solid program um, that's going to play, play well through the season. Give me Kansas, man, at home. I think that... Again, like Carson said, they another team that could pen, potentially fall off the rails this week and get blown out at home. But give me Devin Neal and Kansas, man. Um, what do we got left here, Carson? What two do we have left? Well, well, this one will be quick. Washington State, Oregon State. No, this one's gonna be quick. Yeah. Uh, so we have two games: Washington State, Just write Oregon down State. My pick. Tennessee's okay. not gonna lose this goddamn game. We're so. all picking Georgia against Tennessee. No, no, no. Oh, no, sorry. no, no. What do you mean it's going to be sorry. quick, dude? Okay, sorry. I, I told David I picked... week one of the season when we were going through Georgia's schedule that I was picking against them. All, they were going to lose one of these three okay, games so, in the last three. Okay, so you want to skip and wait for that one? Yeah. Okay. No, we can't now, dude, because... Uh, right, so just, just... Whatever. This is we're saving the best. Call, we're saving the biggest game for last. You can not call Arizona your dumb pick of the week and then pick Tennessee to beat we're, we're, we're saving, <laughs> we're saving, the, you we're saving the one point spread game of two top twelve teams. For yeah, last. that's what that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Not college game day. Though. But but it, yeah. it, it that was never gonna be quick, Carson. Because give me Tennessee and Joe Milton, man. I'm on the Joe Milton trade <laughs> until Saturday night, man. I said I told you, David. I was. I'm oh, not gonna he, go. I'm not gonna go back to my word. But I kind of thought he was joking, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what he said like about three minutes ago? Time to start taking these picks seriously because we're tired. <laughs> yeah. No, but at the beginning said, of this podcast, something might have referred to me picking Tennessee. He said, game. "Yeah, you said you're gonna pick uh, these games, and then they handled Missouri and dominated Ole Miss." So, I kinda so now would be my one game to and not pick the other two. Now they're playing the worst team out of those three. Yep. And you're still going with Tennessee. Uh, if Tennessee wins, you're a genius, but. But if what I think happens happens, <laughs> we're gonna come on here and you're gonna get clapped. And I'm gonna be in sole position. No, the sh- no, the only reason I'm picking them because I first of all, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I hate Tennessee and Joe Milton, but uh, 
The only reason I'm picking them is because I said one of the first weeks of this season that I was going to pick against Georgia all three of these weeks, especially after Brock Bowers got injured. I think I came on here and said that. Um, and they're insane. They're really good. They're probably the number one team in the country. Them or Michigan is, is easily the easy pick. We already talked about that. But uh, give me give me Joe Milton for the first time on the podcast. Yeah, in the last two weeks, uh, Georgia has beat Missouri by 10, and Tennessee has lost to Missouri by 29. Um, <laughs> just so no, no, there, no. There's no logic that goes into picking this pick. Terrific it's just, for me. Carson is the happiest person alive right now. All right, let's get into the last game: Washington, Oregon State. Washington need to win this game to have uh, playoff hopes, and then uh, have confidence going into the Oregon game. I think too. But David, I'll let you go first. I think uh, the recipe for beating Washington is have have a physical defense and be able to score offensively. The being able to score offensively is is a little nerve-wracking for Oregon State. I actually think we get a really low-scoring one here. And in low-scoring ones, I usually pick the better defense. So give me Oregon State at home. I think Corrales is going to be rocking. I think this is the best defense in the Pac-12, and I think they, they proved that this weekend. Um, well, I love Michael Penix. I love Romo Dunze. I, I, I'm a part of the Broncos' Twitter discourse wanting to draft Odunze in the first round and Penix in the second. But I'm th- I think the Beavs are going to win. I think the Beavs are going to win this game at and, and Carson's on the Beaver train, so you know I'm excited. Know, we have the I exact know. same picks this week, but it's, oh it's fine. <laughs> at home, Oregon State, um, Devin Martinez. What is it? Damian. Damian Martinez. Gosh, what a, ter- what a terrible mistake that was. <laughs> Damian Martinez uh, went off again. They played very bad. They did play Stanford. They played Stanford, um, but he's gone off all year. He's been great all year. Colorado. As long as DJU does not give... Washington's offense the ball back they will win this game because they are at home and they have an elite defense um, they're coached really well as long as DJU does not throw the game away which you know what last year I would never pick DJU to win a big game but this year he's not throwing games away he's been which is surprising so yeah I think I'm gonna go with the Bees. Uh give me Washington in this game I think that they need to stay undefeated going to Oregon because I'm picking I've been picking Oregon all year in that Pac-12 championship game um, but yeah, I think I think Penix is gonna have another one of those Heisman moments, Carson, like you talked about a couple weeks ago, um, and be able to come out with the come out with the ranked win uh, away from home this week. So give me Washington in a in a big win, in a, not a big win on the scoreboard, but like a big win for their season. But, Tyler and I have five picks. Opposing. Oh, it's a huge It's gonna be dude. a big. That's so <laughs> oh, oh, No, David's not out of it, bro. David is not. Well, since David has all my picks, he's gonna go six and zero. So he's gonna be yeah, so I'm thirty gonna be, and twenty five next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess around and be like two games behind you next week. Oh. Or Joe Milton will win a game. <laughs> um. No, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here on CFB Mondays again. Thank you guys as usual, David. Shout out, shout out everyone back home, man. Just shout to out ra- SC, man. Yeah. Shout out SC. Just, just to wrap it up, man. Um, but yeah, we will, we'll catch you guys next week in a, in a pre-OSU Michigan uh, pod. That's going to be a big one. Championship weekend pod in general. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.